Hello and welcome to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. This week's episode is all about Stranger Things Season 3. Tony and Yenny go over everything that happened in Season 3 and what might happen in Season 4. Enjoy! Welcome back everyone, it's Tony the Movie Guy with a brand new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. Hello everyone, Tony the Movie Guy here, and my co-host, I've missed you, Miss Money Honey. Such an intro, Tony, thank you. It was good, right? Yeah. I know, well, it's been a while. It's been a while, the, the yeah. the last few guests I had, uh, you weren't on the show. Yeah, I bowed out, well, not bowed out, but you know. You weren't invited. I wasn't invited. No, of course you were. No, you know, when Tony has special guests, sometimes I decide not to attend so that they can really give it their all. Now, that's not coming from me. <laughs> No, just from so me. The, the listeners know that my co-host Miss Money and he is always welcome. Well, thank you on the show. The show isn't the same without you, uh, but it's true. Sometimes three gets a bit crowded. Yeah, it just takes. We tried longer. it with four once as <laughs> oh. well, and that was nuts. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> you know, kind of what we thought. Yeah. Anyway, I'm very happy to have you on the show for this episode because this is all about Stranger Things three. So excited. Which. We're obs. This is our new obsession. Well, oh, yeah. not new at all. I've been obsessed since day one. Day one. I mean, let's just rewind before we go into the, the the episode fully. Think about this show and how much of a a pop culture phenomenon it's become in just a few short years. It came out of nowhere. Literally, you know, none of the actors. They were relatively unknown. Winona Ryder. This was kind of her comeback. David Harbour was this character actor who had been working for like twenty years, but wasn't well known at all. The show had little to no promotion. The Nothing. Duffer Brothers completely unknown. I remember when it got released, and I was like, "Holy crap! This show's really good." And then I binged the entire thing over a few days. I Promoted was it to all your friends. Right. I was quite antisocial because it came out I during remember. July 4th and we were barbecuing and I was just glued to the screen watching Stranger Things. I remember walking in and being like, what's this weird right. show Everyone with some like, bald chick? What is this? <laughs> and you're like, no, it's so good. So literally two days later, I was almost done. Right. So it got released like on Thursday. And by Monday, it was literally the talk of the yeah. town, the talk of planet Earth. Yeah. Uh, it became an instant sensation. Season two came out. You know, there were maybe divisive opinions on it. I loved it. But to cut a long story short, people still absolutely loved yeah. it. I adored it. Um, and it's just become an absolute phenomenon. It's a huge uh, comeback for Winona Ryder, which I love. You know, playing the mother, Joyce Spires, totally. made all of these kids immediate you know, stars and sensations yeah. and so well-deserved. Made David Harbour a household name as Chief Jim Hopper. Um, just so good. And then everything about it, the nostalgia, the 80s, the settings, the music, just so, so good, right? So good. So now here we are, season three. Well, see, they, I, li I love how they don't call it like season three. It's Stranger Things three. three. I know. You I know, it um, and it took two years for Stranger Things three to come. A and look, I'm not going to lie. I was sitting there. At 11.45 on Wednesday night, like a total nerd, 
going, hurry up, Netflix, hurry up, Netflix. And with like little childish excitement. And the moment it dropped, I was binging till like four in the morning until I couldn't keep my eyes open. And then I woke up in the morning. Danny, the show's producer, and my wife made us a big Eggos waffle breakfast. Just like the show, like we've done now traditionally each year. And we carried on watching it. Went to the big 4th of July party at our friend's house. Came home, finished it, and then over the weekend, binged the entire season, Stranger Things 3, sorry, a second time. It's unbelievable. Pretty awesome. And you've gone through the whole thing once, right? Yeah. So I... I'm ahead of you. I know. My second time will come very soon. Uh, I had to take a breath, to be honest, after this season, because, man, was it awesome. Yeah. But tumultuous and emotional. Very... emotional very heartbreaking it's awesome the funniest thing was you said to me you'll probably really like this season because it's very horror centric right man were you right it's my favorite season oh so it's your favorite my favorite season so it's kind of on par with two with me okay and i i adored two although the last episode is phenomenal which kind of elevates a bit Obviously, the first one was so fresh, so original, so new. Of course. That's still my favorite. Um, but uh, God damn it, it's Stranger Things. They don't fail to entertain the, you know, the creators, the producers, the cast, the, the whole crew. They, they've delivered such an incredibly exciting and entertaining product, right? Yeah. yeah, and I think one of the other reasons, and I'll just tell you straight up why I think it was one of my favorites too. Well, you love horror. <laughs> I love horror. And oh my God, the throwback to like 80s, 90s horror movies was right. just amazing to me. So good. Yeah. So many great jumps. Such build up for Definitely the Definitely the, the goriest oh, season. I know, really gory. I far. loved it. Yeah, But also... You've gotten to that age where they're turning from children into adults. Like they're dorky, teenagers. lanky teenagers. Yeah, yeah, but it's that 14-year-old age where everything's awkward. Right. You've started kissing your, your first girlfriend. And that age to me is is nostalgic in a way that I have a lot of, you know, happy memories. It's very from that relatable. Age. It's very relatable. I was to that me. age once too. <laughs> I know. And the funny thing is, um, as a young girl. That age was so much fun, right. you know, first starting to like boys and all of that. And the, anyway, I could go on about it, no, but I I'm think that's you. one of the reasons it really resonated with me too. Yeah. So it very nostalgic of your teen. Correct. Um, and then also, as you said, you are a big horror fan and you're right. One very different theme to uh, Stranger Things 3 for me, I think it, is it really was much more horror related. I agree. Uh, the others were very sci-fi. Yeah. You know? It was still sci-fi, but... A little more on the horror side. Right. And I actually loved that. You know, oh, obviously. The, no, I absolutely loved it. Obviously, there were throwback to like Dawn of the Dead, the mm-hmm. thing, the stuff, the it's blob, brilliant. a lot of like B 80s horror movies and then lots, lots more, which we'll go through. But yeah, so overall consensus sounds like we both absolutely loved, loved it. it so much. I don't think they've lost their magic at all. No, um, no. Over 40 million people watched this over the weekend. 20 million people Netflix released the stats it's breaking records yeah 20 million people binge the entire show in the first 48 hours yeah I just saw something saying Netflix officially announces it beat their uh, largest streaming which was Bird Box in December right at Sandra like 45 million or billion yeah. or something I don't know yeah so it's insane to me it's so well deserved I love it and now there's all this clickbait about Netflix canceling Stranger Things oh, which is such bullshit 
The Duffer Brothers had said they might do a fourth season. Maybe they'll go to five. I think five would actually be perfect. Me too. Because you do have the issue with these kids getting old. <laughs> Finn Wolfhard, he's 18. Right. You know, um, the kid who plays uh, Lucas, Caleb. Yep. He's like 18, 19. He right. looks like he's 20. Right. You know, so they do have that issue. Um, I think just four seasons might rush it. I'd love to see five, wouldn't yeah, you? I agree. Five would be a perfect, be perfect. top off. Yeah. And okay. they, I mean, honestly, we'll go through it, obviously, why, but I can't see a fourth not happening with... Oh. By the way, yeah. that's bullshit. That's of not. Of course, yeah. it's coming back. Of course. Without a doubt. It is literally the biggest sensation Netflix has, maybe outside of Orange is the New Black. And yeah. even that has a very specific market, very female based, although I, I love Orange is the New Black too. No, but it's different. Stranger it's Things different. is the kids, the family. I yeah. saw so many things that was really heartwarming to me. I saw all these posts on social media about like kids asking their parents if they could stay up late to binge it. Aww. You know, which I thought was amazing. And you know, all the Halloween costumes for yeah. Stranger Things. Oh, and before we deep dive into this, because I kind of want to go through each okay. episode of stranger things three and touch upon what we loved any you know any little you know complaints which are very minor but you know we'll kind of sure. critique it uh, the marketing for hmm. stranger things always has been off the hook they have taken it to an another level here one thing i will talk about is like the product placement actually it went a little bit too far for me sometimes oh, really but well just a little bit but what i absolutely adore was i mean we went to santa monica yeah. a week or so ago the santa monica pier they did a whole pop-up event make turning the pier into like a 80s themed uh fair, fair yeah. right out of stranger things the line was eight hours wait yeah i was like okay i'm a huge stranger things fan but fuck uh, <laughs> and and that was in like sunshine yeah. uncovered the blistering sun. heat yeah but strangely enough it made me incredibly proud to be a stranger things I fan like, wow. i was like wow this is <laughs> so impressive cool. that line went on it seemed like for miles all we the way even, to venice well we walked for like 10 minutes I to know. see if the line would end and then we were like all right <laughs> screw <Forget> this <laughs> um yeah. But then they have like a Scoops Ahoy pop-up, you know, ice cream shop. It's cute. Um, in Tower Records, they have a whole pop-up uh, for Stranger Things. There's all these pop-ups and we've been trying to go to them and they're all sold they're out. It's instantly insane. sold out. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. Um, but I love that. And then like Danny and I, we went to Target and th there is like an entire aisle of Stranger Things merchandise. Unbelievable. There are like blankets and toys and lunch boxes and all kinds of stuff. And I won't lie, some of it I was really tempted to buy. <laughs> they have marked up those prices, oh, man. Yeah. So maybe wait a, a little bit till the, yeah. the hype has died down. A uh, little tip for you buyers. Um, but it, it's just so impressive. And, and personally, I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love I, it. I love it too. Okay, good. So let's go through Stranger Things 3. Uh, we'll just kind of touch upon the episodes, talk about them. The first episode, Susie, do you copy? You know, <laughs> um, obviously the uh, the cold opening with the Russians. Now, some people found that kind of cheesy. I loved it. I loved it too. It's a different storyline. It's yeah. something new. And it, it has it has legs. It's going to go somewhere. Absolutely. So. It's going to go into a fourth, you know, Stranger yeah. Things 4 and whatnot. But also it's so 80s, you know, totally. the whole Cold War. And, you know, after the whole nuclear missile crisis, there was the whole battle yeah. and flexing the muscles between yeah. America and Russia. So it was so of that time. I loved it. You know. I want to ask you something. Yeah. Did you think from the start, and be honest... Susie was fake or real? What was your thought? I obviously, because D uh, Dustin is my favorite character, yeah. hands down. Yeah. 
hands down. I, he's just so endearing. I adore him. Um, I hoped she was real, but I kind of thought maybe she wasn't. Okay, so I was beginning. one of the few people yeah. that thought she was absolutely real. Yeah. So I kind of, I kind of hoped. Yeah. But I can't say I was sure. I, I was. I don't know. I had this gut feeling. This was going to play a part, that this Susie person was going to play a part, and she did. So that yeah. was cool. So we'll get there. Um, we'll, we'll definitely talk about that. Don't worry, because obviously no. that's the title of the, you know, anyway. the episode. But um, but let's talk about the cold opening yeah. real quick, because it, it opens up in 85, which I think is like a year before the events taking place here, right. where the Russians somehow have this portal to the Upside Down that they're trying to open. Correct. By the way, you know the Duffer Brothers actually called the Upside Down the Nether. That's what it's called in the scripts, but it just caught on as the Upside Down because that's what the kids call it in the show. That's a, it's actually that's called so the Nether, um, but I much prefer the Upside Down. But it has this opening where basically somehow the Russians, uh, you know, have some portal and gateway to the Upside Down. Yeah, and are trying, trying to, to break through. Trying to break through and open it. And then it kind of flashes to now it's summer. You know, season one was kind of set around the holidays towards Christmas and kind yep. of ended in Christmas. Um, Stranger Things 2 was Halloween. Mm -hmm. And this one is all 4th of July. You know, and yeah, you've got the kids are all grown up. Um, Elle and Mike are just snogging, <laughs> making out for you Americans all to the Hopper's time. To absolute, like... Just Distaste disgust. and disdain. What did you think about Hopper at the beginning? You know, because it threw me off at first. His, you know his his weird attitude and everything. Right, like he's he so was having bent a, out of shape. Well, yeah, it was as if he was honestly having a bit of a hissy fit. Right. Um, I found it endearing uh, in a way. Yeah. But also a little bit like out of character. I felt that way too, but then it kind of made sense because he had had a daughter. His right. daughter had died. Now he has this chance to be a father again, but she's like a teenager exactly. with superpowers, you know? So it kind of made sense that it was awkward. And he's obviously got these feelings for Joyce. Exactly. So that, you know, which she's not necessarily reciprocating. So it kind of, as um, Stranger Things went on, it, it fell into place for me. But I agree. At first, yeah, it really threw yeah. me off. because he it's was a bit weird. Well, he was acting awkward and a little nutty. Yeah. You know, he got yeah. all drunk Irrational. and stuff. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we, we've got kind of this whole setup. The Star Court Mall is the, the big new theme. There's this new mall and it's kind of driven all the, the homeowner businesses out of business. Right. Oh, and then let's put it there Kerry Elvis as the mayor oh yeah from Princess that, Bride that gets introduced that made me as very very happy and by he's the a way douchebag <laughs> I love him yeah. as a douchebag yeah, he he's good. a really good bad guy yeah I loved it Jake Busey who's this uh dickhead from one of the the you know the uh, news reporter right. people his dad is Gary Busey oh. who's done a lot of 80s and 90s classics um I mean it sets up you know all the kids Dustin comes back from a summer camp he's been gone for a month my god all of his clothes for this summer camp that you don't even see in this show are on sale at Target. That's amazing. The lunchbox, the t-shirt, the hat, everything. <laughs> you know, I don't even remember the name of it, but That's it's funny. it's a whole thing. Um, yeah, and he comes back and apparently he has a girlfriend right. who's hotter than Phoebe Cates and super smart. And, and you they're know, all like dubious, like, like uh, girlfriend. Okay. Yeah, so he builds this ham radio up on the mountain in the highest part of Hawkins, which of course fits right into the plot at the the last episode. Yeah. You have to think about that. The Duffer brothers, the writers are very smart. Very smart. Things that appear to not really have much relevance 
all kind of fall into place later. Yeah. And he's like, Susie, do you copy? Susie, do you copy? Um, and she's Mormon or something. So that's the reason why apparently right. she doesn't have a phone or anything. He has to use a ham radio. But she doesn't answer. They all think he's kind of making Bluffing. her up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Mike and Elu are kind of being a bit antisocial because they just want to, like, keep pucking at each other's lips. Yeah. Go off and he's kind of bummed. And then everyone kind of leaves him. Um, but I, yeah, I love that. I love the whole, the whole concept of him having a, a girlfriend, which comes into play later. Um, so yeah, then you've got, and then Max and Lucas are dating, but she's like dumped him like five times. Yeah. It's a like weird little friendship yeah. P relationship. Not quite as like on as right. Ellen. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, let's see, um, Nancy and Jonathan, are together now i thought that was a bit odd they were together but she was sleeping over at his house but then she went out the window for somehow they're still not public or something yeah i don't think it was that they're not public necessarily but maybe they're just not public about sleeping together but joyce knew that (laughs) yeah i I didn't quite get that he had lipstick on his cheek she like cheek you know yeah so it was that was a bit strange that was a little totally get that but um but i think it was more she was late as well and she was running but i I, I don't know that's why she took the window (laughs) i don't know so we've got them together and then uh poor steve's still single and he's working in scoops ahoy he wears that scoops ahoy outfit the entire show that's a good stranger things three he does not change clothes once (laughs) and neither does uh what's her name um, um it's uh, Robin. Robin, Maya Hawk, which is Ethan Hawk and Uma Thurman's daughter, yeah. who I thought was great. She was she's, great. She's a new character here and uh they kind of don't like each other. They're co-workers yeah. at they Scoops bicker. Ahoy. They bicker a lot. Uh he's kind of seemed to have lost his mojo a bit. Uh he's <laughs> I still love him. I love him so much. Yeah, I still love him, but he's kind of being awkward with the girls. Um I thought that was really kind of funny. You yeah. know, good old Steve Harrington, the world's best babysitter. That's what everyone calls him. And he him. gets so excited when Dustin comes back. Oh, it's yeah. so adorable. <laughs> they're, they're, I mean, the, the Dustin-Steve duo from Stranger Things 2 was one of the greatest gifts to mankind. I agree. And they milk that here with so Robin well. in tow. Yeah. And then who's the little girl? Uh, Priya is the actress Erica you know um, she is uh, Lucas's little sister fans loved her she actually grew on me she was better still annoying but better very obnoxious which I think is the point of the character exactly you know what does she say you you can't spell America without Erica (laughs) and Dustin's like mind blown (laughs) that's true Um, but she's actually useful and helpful throughout the show exactly so that's kind of what I liked um, I'm I'm spending a bit more time on the first one just to kind of introduce where everyone's at. Um, yeah, Hopper, as we said, he's just struggling with being a dad, basically. And wants to really badly date Joyce, and right. it's not he really happening. clearly has feelings for her. She's just lost Bob. You know, by yeah. the way, I loved that they did kind of a throwback to Bob, and Agreed. he wasn't just forgotten. Yeah. You know, it had, you know, Bob Newby, superhero, but then it even had a flashback where yeah. Sean Austin actually came back and... You know, showed They're her watching on, on TV. The, watching TV together, and it just showed that she really did love that guy yeah. and lost him, which so, made sense to the characters too. Like she's right. not just going to move on; she just brutally lost, right. you know, someone she loved. And he's clearly being kind of respectful about it, yeah. but you can tell he really has feelings for her. And of course, we want Hopper to get with Joyce. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. Uh, oh yeah, so Jonathan and Nancy are like interning at this the Hawkins Herald newspaper place yeah. where he works in the photo lab but she's 
she wants to be like a serious reporter, but she's just kind of doing coffee, doing coffee and sandwiches. And yeah, Jake uh, Busey plays this just douchebag sexist guy. Yeah. Uh, he plays and they it don't quite take well. her seriously and treat right. her like, you know, really uh, sexist. And exactly. And then um, let's see who. Oh, and then we've got Billy, of course. Uh, so Love Billy is. Billy. Yeah. Billy. People love yeah. Billy. And I'll tell you this about Dako Montgomery, the actor. Yeah. He's a damn good actor. Oh my gosh, he's he was a really so good, good actor. He, yeah. he really is really good. Uh, I mean, again, I'm jumping, but uh, the, the sauna episode, oh, he so was good. phenomenal in, yeah. in that uh, scene specifically, which we'll touch upon. I but, love uh, how they, uh, is, I don't know if this is in the first or second episode, but where they obviously introduce him as the lifeguard. Oh yeah, that's in it's the first in the episode. First, and all the, you know, milfs, all the milfs all the sitting there like, by the Ladies, pool. get ready, showtime. And, you know, I mean, the way they did that was just so good. Yeah, it's so fantastic. Good. And then his whole seduction with Miss Byers, everyone, yeah. see, they do fan service properly they really do everyone loved that strange scene I... <laughs> from stranger things too so they milk that here that with the storyline and i like carla biano who plays mrs byers so she gets a bit more of a role here with him where she's, she's almost... like holding herself back because right. she wants to have sex with him right. but doesn't want to hurt her family and i like that i like that she almost cheats on him but then she actually doesn't right and also when something's wrong with him he kind of almost saves her because he yeah. could have chosen her and killed her but he like says stay away from me mrs wheeler yeah um I, anyway i just thought that was kind of cool brilliant. and delicious um but yeah so the first episode basically introduces and sets up every character yeah. and kind of what they're doing then there's this big blackout in Starcourt more right. for like a you know a minute and then everything comes back on and then you just see this like energy source that kind of creates and then seems to infect these rats and then the way it ends is billy is driving to go have an affair which doesn't happen and he crashes his car and then he gets caught and dragged away by some kind of entity or monster and that's kind of where that ends uh so then the second episode is called the mall rats um and all you know is it's some kind of energy source from the mind flayer so my theory Um, And tell me what you think is in Stranger Things 2, when they exercise Will, Mm -hmm. um, the Mind Flayer kind of comes out of him. And remember, it bursts out of the cabin into the air and dissipates. Right. So when Elle closes the gate, it's like the piece of the Mind Flayer is still in the real world. Oh, absolutely. So that's what I think that is. Yeah. I mean, they go over that later as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like Voldemort, basically, from Harry Potter. It stayed. For us nerds. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. So. First of all, it kind of uh, infects the rats and then they explode into little blobs and stuff. And you don't really know what it is. But as it progressed on, I thought the concept in theory that it was building itself out right. of bodies. Yeah. Out of yeah, rats that's what and I people. Got. That, yeah. Well, that's, that is basically what you see eventually. But you don't really know that until the episodes go together. You're not sure if they're turning into zombies or what, starting with, with Billy. But um, the concept that the Mind Flayer builds itself out of just flesh and you yeah, know that like it's kind of gross from yeah other things into it a, a whole thing it was right. so gross. It was very the thing yeah the blob the good. stuff um but anyway i thought that was fascinating so billy is basically possessed by the mind flayer um and is supposed to build something you don't really know what it is but essentially it's building the mind flayer um and then you've got okay so robin dustin and steve this trio I love, 
um, they are going about because at the end of the first episode, when he's on the ham radio, Dustin is, he picks up this Russian message. Right. Accidentally. And he doesn't know um, what it is. Exactly. So then Steve, Dustin and Robin are basically together this in, uh, entire show um, trying to crack this code and infiltrate the Russians. So that's what they're doing. At first, they're just trying to crack what is this Russian code. And Robin gets involved because she's kind of bored and wants to help them. Um, again, I loved the whole Russian thing. Yeah, now, it too. is a bit implausible that in Starcourt Mall, <laughs> there's this entire like <laughs> Russian, you know, like headquarters with people Under, with machine guns. Yeah, but the people with the machine guns were outside. I know. And I don't know how they were kind of quarantined off from everyone else. But again, that's quite easy to kind of suspend disbelief and still enjoy it. Totally. But I, I did think that was quite funny because um, they essentially discovered that there are Russians kind of yeah, underground and in Starcourt Mall and are doing something we don't really know yet. Um, and then Elle, uh, she dumps Mike. Right. Because he's kind of being distant to her because Hopper kind of blew up, up at him and was basically like, stay away from her. Yeah. I didn't really understand why Hopper didn't like Mike so much. But again, I think they he was just... They were kissing so much. He's and overprotective. Probably just, yeah, he yeah. just didn't like it. Yeah. Um, I liked how... Um, L and Max kind of bond. I did too. You know, I uh, really like. You're a girl, it. so I'll let you talk from your perspective. Yeah, on that. I mean, especially because <laughs> in the previous one, they they had barely gotten to know each other. Well, really, she brushes she, Max off, right? Yeah. And she comes because she's jealous. Yeah, and she comes at the end. Uh, you know, Ellen only comes back in like the last two episodes to to be with in them. Stranger Things, yeah, too, in yeah. Stranger Things too. So yeah, them getting together and really doing the whole girl bonding thing was fantastic yeah, to, to me. like Madonna's material girl. Yeah, and they go to the mall and they, they buy clothes. Her and she's clothing like, was on point, I but know. where did she get that money? Suddenly she has all right? these incredible costumes exactly. every episode. Like I, I had the same thought. Like, uh, where'd you get the money? Yeah. Oh, Hot Topic has all of her outfits. Oh, that's awesome. It's insane. That's all amazing. the Stranger Things outfits for Eleven are now at Hot Topic. Oh my God. You know, at... I actually thought her dress sense was really on point. Yeah, and 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 you know Max is like, look, be who you want to be, not right. who Mike wants you to be or Hopper wants you to right. be. Like, who do you want to be? And she she really comes into her own. Yeah, Max is a little one sided, but yeah. she does speak truth. Yeah, obviously she's like, you know, screw them, you know, um, <laughs> yeah. from the the girl's perspective. But totally. yeah, you're right. She's like, you know, come on, be yourself, go have fun, takes her to the mall. I liked their bond. I actually thought yeah, it was really kind of cool, it. and you get to see Eleven kind of come into her own as you as you say, because she's you know she's still trying to learn her speech in her words yeah. you have to remember that in stranger things the original one i mean she can barely talk yeah you know she's been kept in a cage her whole life um so i thought that was kind of cool um then we'll go to the third one which is the case of the missing lifeguard um by the third episode is when the show really started getting kind of exciting for yeah, me yeah really i still quick. enjoyed it but there was a lot of kind of setup mm -hmm. um but by this episode i started kind of getting invested um and kind of addicted with it which is what stranger things does so well totally um yeah so you have the whole bond with with max and with l um and i i liked how they kind of you know i mean max kind of abuses l's powers oh yeah in the mall she uses her mind powers to like you know get back at this girl who's being all prissy with them by exploding her coke and then she literally they, you know she uses l to spy on the boys right what did you think of that scene that was definitely <laughs> naughty i mean especially because it wears on l right using her powers right, she bleeds every exactly. time she uses and them and you can tell it's sucking energy out right. of her each time so to use it for something kind of so 
um, childish, really, yeah, yeah. was a bit, you know, oh, come on, Max. Like, I did think, though, the interactions with the girls, with the boys, was very real. Oh, it was brilliant. It's they exactly do, right. how the boys would react. Right. They're so talking Mike about burps, girls. <laughs> Lucas lets off a big fart. Yeah. And she's and like, like, what the fuck? I don't understand girls. And, know. you know, the whole They're thing. another species, yeah. you know. Yeah. And no, it was very Will. good. Poor Will just wants to play Dungeons I and Dragons. Know, that he was ha- actually quite sad. He hasn't grown up yet. Yeah, he hasn't. Oh, well, that's one of my favorite scenes of uh, this episode. Uh, Will, Noah Schnapp, who we already know from the second one, was, was a really good actor, that kid. Really good. And that scene where they just leave him and um like basically upset him and mike kind of alludes that maybe he's gay he's like it's not oh, my yeah. fault you don't like girls right um you don't really know if he's just kind of shy introverted obviously from what he's been through or maybe there is something yeah, else maybe. with his orientation maybe he's a sexual who knows uh but he, that sequence where it's raining and he storms off to fort byers and he's looking at all the pictures of them as kids and then he kind of breaks down he's yeah. like stupid and he destroys Fort Byers, I thought was that was brilliant, very affecting, very emotional, and that's the first time he gets the prickle in the back of his neck. Actually, he got it in the first episode when the blackout oh, occurs, right. and Mike says, "Are you okay?" and he brushes it off. Right, but right. this is that's the right. time when he actually says to Mike and Lucas, because at least they do he's go back. after yeah. him, and he's yeah. like, "He's back," referring yeah. to the mind flayer. And let's go to. L and Max abusing the powers, they do like a spin the bottle type thing and they decide to spy on Billy. And I love that interaction about (laughs) screaming women. And Max is like, well, there's good screams and And bad bad screams, screams, you know, like good screams and bad screams. I'll just lend you my mother's Cosmo, like, you know, when women have orgasms and have sex. It's quite funny. And they allude to it later on as well. And Max is like, nothing, you know. But uh, yeah, so she spies on Billy. And Billy has just um, kidnapped uh, the other lifeguard. lifeguard. Uh, The girl, like uh, Heather is her name, I think. And um, is basically kind of feeding her or giving her to the Mind Flayer. And Elle kind of senses that. And I didn't fully understand when Billy looks at her. And he poofs. I didn't understand that They explain it later. Right. He doesn't want her to know his whereabouts. So he kind of vanishes so she can't track him yeah well, it seems like the mind flayer is causing that to happen right so. and also i don't think he knew who she was because right. they talk about that as well he identifies 11 is the threat because he's genuinely the mind flayer whatever he is as an entity is genuinely afraid of 11 because he knows that she's the only thing that can harm him we don't really know his motives we don't mm-hmm. even really know what he is he's just kind of an entity you know, we saw him but as that's, a... He, that's all the more scary. Right. You're right. He was a smoke monster in Stranger Things 2. Um, and in this, he kind of forms and forms, as we'll talk about. But yeah, we don't really know what he is or his motives, but he seems to just want to kind of destroy and take things over. Okay. Anyway, so um, I'll I'll move on. Uh, the Sauna Test, episode four. Oh, so good. Uh, that was a great episode as well. Um, they suspect Billy... Um, is like the host of the Mind Flare and right. is being kind of possessed by him. And it looks like he's starting to kidnap people, Heather, and then her parents, they kind of kidnap. Oh, that and, was good. Yeah, and we see the monster kind of, it's almost like Alien where it you know, throws this kind of thing into their mouth and it's yeah. possessing them or something. Pretty spooky and gnarly, actually. Yeah. Um, and then the old lady with the rats, because meanwhile, Nancy and Jonathan are investigating this lead on deceased rats. There's an old lady who's been possessed as well. She was 
freaky, man. She was spooky when that she's was terrifying. eating all the fertilizer. I didn't get the chemicals. Why were the rats and then her, the, uh, Driscoll, Miss Driscoll, yeah. why was she eating the fertilizer? I didn't quite get that either, other than, you know, maybe for... Uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't think, get the connection either. I think the theory is, which is kind of disgusting, is they're almost like eating out their insides, right. turning themselves into mush, because eventually they just they turn into blobs to form the mind flare. Right. I think that was the idea, because also Heather's parents later on when they go to the house try and find them, there's all these like chemical products out that are That's empty. That's right. And, I did notice that. Yeah. I was like, hmm. I didn't feel it was fully explained, yeah. but that that was my understanding. It was almost to kind of like break down and destroy their liver and insides or right something. so that they would then you know do the morph yeah. thing so let's talk about this so the the boys um mike comes up with actually quite a genius plan to lure billy into the men's kind of uh sauna and lock him in there because they can get it to 220 degrees and we know the mind flayer hates heat because that's how they exercise him from right um uh, will in uh, Stranger Things 2. And they, they do that quite easily, actually. And yeah, Dacre Montgomery, hats off to him. His performance so in the sauna from just, you know, anger, you know, fear, terror, uh, despair, terror, you know. And you kind of see a little and bit of his... Guilt right, you see a little bit of his goodness there. He's like, yeah. it made me, I tried. You know, and he's like, Max. You know, because his relationship with Max, his sister, is kind of strange. It you is. Know? They grew up together. You know, so there is kind of a love there, but, you know, he's just such an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> he's such a bad boy. Which you finally kind of find out why. Yeah, you do. You know? you, well, he kind of. A, in yeah, a way. I of. mean, he was a tortured kid. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you saw that his dad is an asshole and yeah. kind of just as bad as him. But then it does give you a bit more later. But, yeah, I thought he was really phenomenal in there. And then he breaks out and then he does get all possessed. And then Elle does a whole badass, you know, superpower thing. I did think it was a bit odd that, you know, I mean, that whole sequence where he's attacking her and stuff was pretty awesome. And he almost strangles her. But then she, like, throws him through yeah, the wall. That was I didn't get why they just kind of stood there and let him run away. I know. I, I agree. I, I guess agree. there'd be no more plot if they just got him right then. Yeah. Um, and he did go quite fast. I mean, they were also a little terrified. Right. Like, I think they didn't quite know what to do. Would Elle be able to stop him on her own? Right. Like, she was so, she was actually faltering a little bit. Oh, she was yeah. having a hard time. Like he he almost strangling her. her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think that was the idea. They all look a bit terrified. Yeah. Like, can we actually handle this right now? Yeah. So things are really kind of heating up now. Oh, and I haven't mentioned this. I love how everyone's in their little groups but everyone has their purpose. So you've got like yeah. Dustin, Steve and Robin are like investigating the Russians, the Russians. which is all involved in this. You've got uh, obviously Elle and Max and Mike and Lucas and Will are all together with what's going on with Billy. Then you've got Nancy and Jonathan who are investigating the diseased rats. Yeah. And then you've got Hopper and, and Joyce. Joyce. What I love about <laughs> that is up. that all starts from her magnets don't work. That's right. <laughs> That's that was... how her investigation and is. And like, he's like, what are you talking about? She just about? wants to know what's going on with my magnets. I kind of like that. Yeah. It wasn't about her kids. Because she doesn't really worry about Will at all Not in, in Stranger one. Things 3. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then just... they go back to the facility where, right. you know, he Bob was killed. Yeah. And then, you know, he ends up having a fight. Let's talk about that. So you've got this assassin uh, that I, I love the throwback to. This. Oh, He's me too. clearly the Terminator. Totally. I mean, he even almost looks like Arnie. He's got the same haircut. And later on, he literally has the same outfit yeah. with the hang gloves and the jacket. Amazing. Um, but that guy was A, menacing. B, he just would never die. So it was an 
obvious oh, totally. ode to the Terminator. But again, this is what Stranger Things does so well. Did you feel there was anything cheap about it? No. I, I loved it. was it. brilliant. Yeah, I loved it. It, it totally fit for me. Yeah, so Hopper and Joyce, you're right. They, they actually go back to the lab, which has been closed down, um, you know, and... You know, then they kind of see that there's something going on and this assassin guy attacks Hopper and almost knocks him out. So, yeah, so everyone's kind of on their own path. And yeah. I love that. It's kind of throughout the whole show and everyone comes back together at the end, which is so well done. Yeah, I, I absolutely loved it. Um, OK, good. So then the next episode is the flayed. So now you've got all these people that Billy has basically like infected with the mind flayer. Um, and it gets really kind of spooky. Oh, They're all kind creepy. of um, possessed. And that whole sequence in the hospital. Oh, so good. I thought was awesome because. That was like classic horror. Oh, that's it's so all good. horror and it's gory. Yeah. As fuck. It really is. But you, so you've got not, uh, Nancy and John, Jonathan because she won't give up. No, she's she just after Miss going. Driscoll. Yeah, like, they get what fired. Happened? Right, so Miss Driscoll's in the hospital. That's why they got there. How did Millie and all the other guys get there? They come separately. I How do remember. they end up there? I don't remember either. They're, yeah. they're actually doing something else. But they end up in the hospital yes, too. Yes, but they're not there for Miss Driscoll. They're there for something else. Yeah, I've totally forgotten yeah, me why. Too. Um, I, I don't know if it's because there's something wrong with Elle. I don't think so. But they, they all end up there. Um, but then um, the, the news reporter guy... And Jake Busey kind of come after them. There's like a big battle. They they kill them. Oh, I like how it shows that when you hit one of them, the other one feels the pain. Yeah, that was cool. I didn't get that the first it's all time. One. It's yeah. like one. I didn't get that the first time. Mm. I got it on my second viewing. Because, oh, I did. Yeah, because uh, Nancy hits, um, I think Tom is the name of the, the boss. And then she goes outside and Jake Busey is there and he's like, ouch. And I was like, oh, yeah, they all feel the same thing. Yeah. But anyway, there's this big battle. They kill them and then they turn into blobs and then they form this like big, big badass monster. Yeah. Um, yeah, I still don't remember exactly how Millie and Forget the rest of the gang got there. there. Somehow they do. Well, that's okay. We, we, oh, we're not no. perfect all the time. Wasn't it because Elle, or, or is that later on when she's in the supermarket and she's bleeding? No, no, that's that on her leg. Later. That's yeah, later yeah, on. That's yeah. Later. Um, but that's okay. Um, I thought, I thought that was awesome. That whole sequence was awesome. It was really intense. Uh, That big ass monster and it almost kills Nancy. And it gets bigger. Right. And And then it almost kills Nancy and then Elle comes and fricking, you know, throws it out the window. Um, but again, they just let it go into the drain. Um, anyway, so then the next episode is E Pluribus Unum. Do you know what that means? No. It's Latin. Out of many, one. That's what it means, which kind of makes sense now yeah, because all does. of the flayed are turning into the mind flayer. Yeah. Um, and I'm such a nerd. That's why I actually look things like that up. So I didn't even <laughs> notice the title. Yeah. Um, so actually, it's in this episode where Elle has the whole battle with the monster in the hospital um, and Steve and Robin kind of get caught by the Russians. Right. Um, yeah, because Dustin, Erica... Steve and Robin, they've gone down in this underground tunnel. Um, Erica gets useful. She has this whole throwback to Die Hard where she's going through the air vents. Yeah, and the whole reason is there's these weird green things that have some kind of energy in them, like funky bottle things. So at first, it never explained that. I watched it in the seconds, and it shows them putting them, those green bottles, into Ah. the machine that's shooting energy into the gateway trying to open it. So I guess it's like some kind of uranium or plutonium or something like that, you know, kind of like from Back to the Future. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, that's what I thought it was. Um, 
Okay, good. Let's jump to the bite, which is the the second to last episode. I thought the last two episodes were, oh, they were so amazing. phenomenal. You know, that's something Stranger Things, I think, does really well is it builds and builds yeah. and builds. That build is amazing. Like in, Well, actually, season one, I loved all the way through. Like, I remember, like, episode four in the first season is actually one of my favorite episodes of all time. But in Stranger Things 2, the last two episodes oh, were, so were amazing. And I kind of felt that way about Stranger Things 3. Don't you agree? I like totally agree. Like, the last two were phenomenal. Yeah. But I um, loved it the whole way through. For me. I yeah. Oh, no, did. no, no. Absolutely. I enjoyed it. Look, I, I, I'm a... I'm a total fan of Stranger yeah, Things. I, I just think it's it brings me joy, <laughs> literally. Ugh, so much joy. Um, so in uh, the bite, um, there, a few things happen here. Number one, so it opens up with the big fair, and you're right, the mayor Carrie Ilwes, who's such a good oh, douchebag, <laughs> is throwing this big party with fireworks. Oh, and you know by now that he's basically in league with the Russians, right, for the whole Starcourt Mall thing. Right, and... they're giving him money, and he's yeah. basically bought off while yeah. they're doing their dodgy things. Yeah, it doesn't really explain it more. He's than just that. like a weak. Yeah. sniveling little pathetic man right and by now billy who's kind of the you never really understand what billy is but he's like the main possessed one yeah of the mind flayer yeah because he doesn't turn like into the a in blob. charge of all these other ones right somehow. but by now there's like 50 people that have been possessed and they all turn into blobs to form the mind flayer correct which then turns into the big monster like you see in stranger things too as like a smoke monster it's the same shape as the but just a huge gnarly yeah. monster but he's still billy it, i i thought that was a bit weird but still kind of cool and that way you get to see Dacre Montgomery do his thing exactly probably, that's probably why they did it just because he's so good and he's quite menacing himself um but now all the kids are in the cabin and they kind of know that the mind flayer is coming after her and now it's this big monster and that whole sequence in the cabin was freaking oh, awesome yeah. I loved that and um, Mike and Elle kind of have made up at this point. That's right. They've kind of made up and he's kind of said he's admitted that he basically loves her. Yeah. That awkward that conversation so they have. Where you he, know that feeling? You know, people say it. And when then you're then... old, old people have women. <laughs> he's like, like, no, no. What? He's trying to explain love, but he's too embarrassed to say he loves yeah. her. <laughs> yeah, it's it was very, very cute. cute. Um, and again, Stranger Things has these little nuanced scenes that I think elevate it, I that agree. are in its writing. Like in one of the earlier episodes when Nancy and Jonathan are investigating uh, Driscoll's house, the rats, and they hear that noise and they instantly grab weapons. Yeah. It, yeah. It's such a perfect display of their character, which has grown through the earlier seasons, totally. that it made total sense that they would do that because they've fought the freaking Demogorgon. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. I just love little touches like that. Agreed. You know what I mean? Um, anyway, that whole sequence in the cabin was freaking terrifying. So cool. yeah. um, and again, you see Elle kind of be a badass here because I was worried that Elle would just kind of save the day all the time. And so far, she kind of has still. Um, but, you know, the, the kids obviously just rely on her a lot. And I like that they really took a turn on that yeah. towards these last episodes because uh, the she weakens. Well, the Mind Flayer attacks them and her. And I mean, it grabs her leg and it yeah. almost takes her away and the kids save her and it bites her really nastily. Yeah. And she's like wounded. Screaming, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was kind of terrifying. And then they escape and they get the hell out of there. And, you know, I think they drive off to Starcourt Mall. Well, they, they go to the grocery store, try oh, to fix right. up her leg. 
Um, but you know, it's bleeding real bad and it's, it, it it's pretty gnarly. She's yeah. in a lot of pain. Yeah, that's right. So um, yeah, Max, cause she's been skateboarding kind of knows what to do. And yeah. Lucas finds all the fireworks, Satan's baby. That's right. That's I was so like, good. I thought that was kind of cheesy, <laughs> but it was fun. I, I love that the fireworks got, got yeah. a part in it. Well, you it knew cool. that it was going to play into yeah. it somehow because they kind of made a big deal out of, oh, yeah. And yeah. he explained like that there was actual explosives and dynamite. Oh, and we've it. missed something. Meanwhile, um, Hopper and Joyce have hooked up with Murray Crazy Russian Man. Murray Bauman. <laughs> who's I helping them out. I love that guy. He's helped. They, they took basically this they found the russian guy alexi alexi this russian guy take him that i i mean that was also really funny the whole thing with like the what was it the 7-eleven drink the slushy oh the slushy (laughs) he wants cherry not strawberry that even that whole sequence was hilarious alexi was an interesting character because he grew on me really fast yeah me too you know and alexi gets killed by the assassin and i actually actually felt for him i felt really sad and him and murray because they're russian formed this bond so it was actually devastated he's devastated it was actually emotional yeah and alexi in like two or three short episodes because he was kind of he wasn't evil he was a scientist being Being corrupted by the russians forced to open up the gate and you could tell that he was all kind of in awe of American culture. Yeah. He loved Looney Tunes and he wins the teddy bear and he's walking through the fair and then freaking Terminator kills him. I, yeah, I that whole I, scene was good. Yeah, but that was really well done how mm. it made you care for this like side character in like two or three episodes. Yeah, yeah I mean, again, I can't break down everything because there's no, so much going on. I was on. just bringing that up because yeah. of how this now culminates when they all get together. Yeah, which, which is awesome. Um, and then obviously you've got Dustin who saves... Um, Steve and Robin because they're being, being interrogated. Yeah, they're being interrogated and they get given truth serum. <laughs> so they laughing. have this whole like laughing thing and I love how they go hide out watching Back to the Future in the cinema. That was so good. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. That whole scene, the coming out scene, I know you have kind of mixed feelings on it, but I thought it was very touching with Steve and Robin um, where they're kind of coming down from their, their high and they throw up in the bathroom and then they kind of talk and he because Dustin telling him, you know, Robin's kind of perfect for you. Totally. And, he's and like, then he has yeah, feelings. She's for her. not my type. But then at the end, he's like, she was right in front of me. He was right. And he kind of tells her that. And you can tell they've become really good friends, but she basically comes out to him that she's gay and she yeah. likes girls. And she was obsessed with him, which she mentions earlier because he the, got all the, the attention. The, and the girl she loved wouldn't stop looking at him and it right. drove her crazy and he's yeah. kind of like oh anyway the no, way that was really well done the way uh, don't he get me hand- wrong right the way he handled it and so sweet you know everyone thought oh they're definitely getting together by the end so yeah. i just i like that it subverted your expectation also for the 80s that's kind of a different and a bit unusual it is because and that's the thing it's bringing up the point that in the 80s it wasn't that easy yet. AIDS yeah I mean, it was not an easy time it was very for, closeted then. Yeah, yeah for that community especially for younger people you know for for teenagers and so forth so I did appreciate it yeah and it was a great twist I just I don't know I'm a bit of a I so thought they would get together right. but I had that ounce of disappointment I, yeah I just kind of you know I was waiting for it and I was like oh he's finally gonna be with a good girl and then I had a bit of a disappointment but then I like took a deep breath and went, that's actually really cool how they did that. Yeah, it was So really nice. that's how I felt. 
Yeah, and I love Steve. I mean, Steve's great. And I think he'll... I mean, obviously, I wanted him to hook up with someone. But again, I like that it kind of caught me off guard. And, you know, there'll be great wingmans, wingwomans for each <laughs> yeah, other. Exactly. Probably in Strange Things 4. And I, I'm sure he'll find someone great, you know. Totally. And he also says to Robin that he's kind of... He's over Nancy. You know, he was in love with her. She broke his heart. Yeah, and he's kind of moved that. on. But he... You can really see his change as well, his growth, because he he knew he was a douchebag at school and kind of had it all. And now it's funny because now Dustin has almost rubbed off more on him than he's rubbed off on Dustin. And he's like giving him, you know, things to say and do and, hey, do this and do that. And he saves him. And like you said, okay, so they're they're being saved and uh, escaping out of the Russian bunker, let's call it. And then what's what's next well that's pretty much it for that episode so you've got um yeah you've got l who's quite wounded and now they all kind of converge at star court uh, star court mall and uh yeah the final episode is called uh the battle of star court i didn't even realize this it's like 77 minutes long, it was long. it's like yeah. a, a big juicy long episode um oh that sequence with l taking trying to take out the bit of the mind flare on her leg Ooh, it was freaking yeah, it was gross rough. they try yeah. with a knife but then she tries with her mind powers so gross. she pulls it out and throws it over and then that's when hopper and joyce appear and he steps on it so now kind of everyone's together yeah all the characters have kind of come together so now all these little subplots are kind of have fallen into place you know because oh and dustin obviously reconnects with everyone it was just so sweet and really you know i I loved it and you know lucas sees erica's like what are you doing she's like it's their fault steve's like yeah she's right totally is but all the little things they were doing all come together all lead to the russians trying to open the gate uh, and this whole conspiracy and then the mind flayer is still after them still alive or he's coming after l yeah that's who he's coming after um so i mean this episode so much happens um i I just thought it was so beautifully shot it was so good david harbour um had said and teased that he considered the last episode a masterpiece bring your tissues it's going to be heartbreaking little did i know what it was referring to bobby brown said that too right so right a lot of them were really talking up the finale and i had heard from the reviews and stuff despite any bumps you might think Stranger Things 3 has one hell of a finale. Yeah. And instantly on social media, everyone was going, holy crap, that finale. So I was so like, oh, yeah. and it, it didn't lower, my expectations were completely met. I mean, I, I, I absolutely loved it. Um, okay, so I mean, there's so many different things that happen. Um, but we'll talk about Hopper and Joyce and Murray go down to the, um, you know, the Russian lab where the machine is, where they're trying to open it. Because Alexei did tell them how they can basically turn off and destroy yeah, the machine. Yeah, they have to get the key. Right, these two then, keys. Yeah, yeah, these two keys to be able to turn it off and they have a code. Right. A strange code. Right, so they go down there to do that. Um, and, you know... Occam's th- Razor, what is it called? Occam's... It's like some code oh, is stuck. constant. <laughs> that, that yeah. Thing. Well, that leads right into yeah. one of the best things, which is you find ever. out Susie is real, you know. Because, because it, it's wrong. Right. Murray thought he knew Plank's constant, which was the code for the keys, but it was wrong. And then Dustin 
is uh, situated on the mountaintop where his ham radio is because he's directing them how to get there. But obviously, Hopper doesn't want to bring the, the kids with him down to the Russian lab. Right. Um, so he calls Susie. Susie yeah, Susie Poos Dusty and Dusty Buns, Buns you know, um, and she's real and she does look like Phoebe Cates yeah. with dorky glasses. She's a she's gorgeous so little cute. girl. Um, and he wants thanks constant she's like you know i haven't heard from you in weeks and this is what you want well first of all i want you to do it for me and basically he goes into this whole rendition of the never-ending story so good so 80s so they both start singing but he pulls it off well he has a beautiful voice and then it's on yeah but it's on the radio and everyone can hear it and they're all just like what right i love how like it's all it's this moment of intensity and like hop is there and everyone's just like (laughs) what "What is going on but on one hand, it's kind of like you could argue about it or just let him sing it let to it her happen. and then he'll get yeah. Planck's Constant, which she gives to him instantly and it works. Turn uh, around. Yeah. Look at what you see. Such a bad song. So good. Have you watched the actual original no, 80s I've music heard it's video? Awful. It was just so 80s. Yeah. I mean, I love it. I love the never ending story. So do I. I absolutely adore it. Which was, that was one of my favorite throwbacks, I gotta say. Oh, yeah. I it was fantastic. It. I, I, you know, and it's, it was just, I loved it. And I love that Susie was real. Because, yeah. again, they allude all through the episodes, yeah, we're not sure if she's actually yeah. real. And of course she is. And, and then she's he, a babe. she gives him the, uh, the code. Yeah, Plank's constant. They get in. So that's going on. And then, meanwhile, the Mind Flare and, and Billy have kind of. Uh, submerged on you know Starcourt Mall where they kind of all are there's a big battle there Um, but Elle is kind of subdued Um, and that's where the fireworks come in I look visually it looked great but I found it a bit cheesy that it's good it's a good battle tool yeah but they're attacking the mind flare with fireworks I I, kind of liked it yeah and it it distracts um, you know, That's the mind really flare from L. I guess so. Him. It's not really well, no, because you do see Billy feel the pain. Mm. But you know, it was a little cheesy. It was still fun. Don't, don't get me wrong. Um, but yeah, that whole thing happens. Um, and then, I mean, look, that we'll, we'll get right into it. Um, the way it kind of the way they shot the climax with these several things going on uh, was brilliant with the music and everything. You've got Hopper having this big battle with the uh, Terminator guy who's still freaking alive just as they're about to try and shut off the machine. Um, And he kills the Terminator guy finally, but he gets trapped. Yeah. He's in the zone basically and he can't get out of there. And at the same time, you've got um, the mind flayer is about to basically kill L and Billy is strangling her. And then she kind of taps into his memories. Yeah. Cause she previously had already tapped into him to as a child to locate the source. And she got these really bitter, bittersweet mem- memories right. of him and, as a little kid with yeah. his beautiful mom. And you could see it was On like a beach. sweet kid and something had happened with the mother where she had yeah. left because of abuse from the dad and then he ends up like killing the dad or hurting him yeah or well, you don't really know what happened to the mother you just know that he had a she mother left. that loved him he loved her but he left uh, she left him and then the, the dad was really abusive and then yeah. he kind of turned into kind of like the dad and it kind of explained a little bit of kind of how billy became yeah. the way he was and she then l brings it up she starts yeah. talking to him just like trying to get him 
get through to Billy. And that worked. It was I, it, so good. It was actually very well done. Because you so said touching. You said you knew or you thought Billy was going to have a redeeming. Yeah, all the quality. way through. Right. I knew. Because they showed his pain throughout yeah. and the fact that you know, you know he's just a bad guy. Right. He's a dick. Yeah. I mean, he just is. Yeah. But and he's now killed people and he's horrified that he's killed people right. or brought them to their death. Yeah. I just knew. I, I yeah. knew he was going to be, and he was one you could, I don't want to say he's dispensable, but he was one that would have a beautiful ending sacrificing himself. Right. And while, yes, I was crying all the way through, if L had, you can't get rid of L. Right. <laughs> you just can't. People really clung to his character. Really oh, liked I it, did too. Even though he was such a douchebag, which again is just a testament of uh, the actor. Yeah. Like he, oh, he was he brilliant. He really did a great job that but day. But you know what I mean. Yeah, like oh, He completely. was one of the people where, of course you love him and you don't want him to die, but the way he died was so, you know, redeeming and Right, so uh, Billy essentially saves L. Um, turns around not to his benefit and the mind flayer basically just kind of like harpoons him from all corners and then just right through the stomach stakes him through the heart he dies and that's when you see max who has such like confused mixed feelings but when she sees her brother dead she's like devastated devastated so while this is happening all dramatically in slow motion um Hopper and Joyce are trying to close the thing and there's that realization that he can't get out and she has to do it he looks at her and the way he looks at it's completely unspoken and she realizes like if I switch this off it's gonna blow up and he's gonna die and meanwhile she's finally agreed to go to dinner with him (laughs) that's right she's just finally agreed to go on a goddamn date with him you know by now you love Hopper all over again you do which makes it even more effective because you're right he's kind of awkward and a bit crazy in the beginning but by now he you you love him yeah you absolutely love him and i've did you think hopper was gonna die i kind of knew something was gonna happen but i did not expect that i i really did you expected hopper that would happen with well he i just it came out of nowhere to me he's not dead well i well we're gonna talk about that (laughs) i'm just saying i didn't expect him to die i expected something drastic to with happen him, with though, his specific. character oh see yes. i didn't at all i, I thought totally did a lot of people there was rumors just, that it was steve harrington see i just knew die. it wasn't steve yeah. by the way that the story was going i was like it's not steve it's not l then what have you got right it's gonna be hopper or joyce yeah i felt like or something joyce, was I gonna happen to kill her but anyway so it give you the impression you get is they successfully destroy the machine correct which also effectively destroys the mind flayer um but hopper presumably is vaporized yeah now but you don't see the second time i saw it i noticed that as he, before he kind of gives her the nod because he realizes you have to you have to do it sacrifice me he looks and sees there's no way out and he looks at the gate to the portal to the upside down Correct. did you notice that i did and that's why i thought right. maybe he went to the upside right, down that he went through the gate yeah um, well, see, we're going to talk about that because that wouldn't explain how the Russians would get him. But again, okay. it could be, I think they're going to subvert expectations again. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Anyway, so this is this big dramatic kind of finale to all the things that I went was down. crying for like right. 25 minutes. Owens finally shows up, which is Paul Reiser, yeah. who's the kind of good doctor who works for the government a bit too late with all the U.S. Yeah. Like, you know, fuck them. army Sorry. and the, the cavalry. Um 
and Joyce comes up, reunites with Will. So that's the first time they have kind of an emotional <laughs> hug. She hasn't really worried about him since. And then that's the sequence with Elle where she comes Just out looks and, at him. you know, her. she's looking around. She looks at Joyce and knows that yeah. Hopper's dead. Uh, I thought that was, it was just so heartbreaking. Um, they milk, whether you think he's dead or not, they milk oh, yeah. this and give it so much closure that you're right. For the last 20 minutes, I was just a blubbering mess. <laughs> and honestly, what comes next was harder for me than Billy's death and Hopper's death. That sounds horrible. But them having to now leave each other right. and the tears you see from the kids yeah. made me like I was hiccuping with tears. Yeah. So the screen goes to black and it says three months later. Yeah. And then there's this really kind of funny little 80s montage, oh, yeah. you know, news flash about, you know, Chief Hopper died heroically in a fire, you know, and Hawkins, how it's corrupt and 30 people died and there was gas leakage and explosion so it's kind of hush hush and it's not like no one knows it's all supernatural but it's like a lot of crazy shit's gone down and the mayor uh carrie ulwis is corrupt and has been arrested and stuff like that and then you're right so now you see um that joyce has basically adopted l and is moving because you're earlier yeah. Hopper tells her he knew that she was planning on moving, yeah. but she didn't tell anyone. And she said she might change you know, her mind. She might change her mind because maybe they'd get together. But now she's really got no reason to stay because Hopper is supposedly dead. Um, so, yeah, this whole final sequence, I just thought was so beautifully done. And how it's done with the letter oh, was yeah. fantastic because essentially, as you said, Joyce, L, and Will and Jonathan are moving. And They're it's leaving. not fully clear... For how, how long, far, how or, far, yeah. or any of that, which is why I also was like, you know, someone expressed to me, I really didn't like the ending. How selfish of her, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, mm, she's well, been through she's so been much through shit. So much. And they she's deserve like, yeah, but to that's move. making it harder for the kids. I'm like, she's protecting them. Yeah, absolutely. It's the, it's the nature of a mother. You know, all that's happened in the last three years, it's like it's time for a change. Yeah, I would not stay in that environment at all. No. And also, it's a great new direction for the show. I'm sorry, but I it agree. is. Um, so you're right. That whole montage with everyone just kind of saying Hugging goodbyes. And... Nancy and Jonathan, you kind of get the idea they're still going to stay together. Try, but you don't really know. But, yeah. Mike and Elle, you know, he kind of mentions how he'll see them. Oh, and she says, oh, and Mike, I love you too. I love you too. Yeah. really sweet. He looks at her like shook. <laughs> like like a zombie. Like, oh, shit. Um, it's really, it's really sweet. And then Joyce is packing things away and she finds Hopper's. Sure, and she finds that heart-to-heart letter yeah. that she told him to write and give a heart-to-heart to, heart to speech, Mike and Elle, yeah. like a speech, but then he doesn't give it. He just blows up at Mike, um, and she gives it to Elle, and Elle reads it. And then I love how it does a flashback to yeah. Hopper actually writing it, and it's all about, you know, look, you're going to get hurt. You're going to go through rough times, but that's the best part. That means you're living. Yeah. I want you to be safe. I want us to be a family. It's really pertinent. And there's this whole montage so of them all saying goodbye. And, you know, um, I love how they give the Dungeons and Dragons to Erica. That was yeah. kind of sweet because <laughs> she denies that she's a nerd all throughout, but basically essentially is because she loves My Little Pony. Yeah. She's like, how do you know so much about My Little Pony, Dustin? Because I'm a nerd. <laughs> You're a nerd too. Kind of true. When I was a kid, I loved My Little Pony. Um, you know, and Robin and Steve, they get a job in this arcade. Yeah. Basically, you know, so they can both kind of be their wingman to get chicks. Get girls. You know, yeah. they're just friends. But that's kind of cute. 
Um, but yeah, there's just this be- that beautiful moment where he's reading it and they all kind of, they're all saying goodbye. And you're right, it is kind of devastating. It's really sad. Um, but all strangely beautiful as well. Agreed. Like it was, it was like wistful, but right. you know, still and then, beautiful. You know, oh, and it's David Bowie's uh, Heroes playing yeah. the song, which I, I love that song. Um, so essentially Joyce, the final shot is just her looking at their empty house and closing the door and then it ends. Yeah. You know, and obviously you're like, what the fuck? Because then you really think, damn, that's it. Hopper's dead. And then there's this mid credit scene that's got everyone talking where it goes back to Russia and um, feeding the democrats right and they go to a prison cell and he says not the american correct they go to the next cell they take out a a russian they throw him in this little like gate thing and basically they have a full-grown demogorgon right from the first you know season we saw that like eats it and that's how it ends so of course everyone thinks hopper is the american especially because the terminator guy kept calling him the The American. american see i think they may or may not be tricking you I think and they it could are. just be a different American. Correct. And he went to the other side. Right. It would be too obvious to down. that that's Hopper. They're obviously alluding to Hopper being alive. And look, I agree with you. I don't think they've actually no. killed Hopper. You would have seen a body, a funeral, right. all those things. Plus, with in L, how L, you know, L, you think is in dead season in season one, one right, and she, she comes evaporates. back. Right. Yeah. So I think something similar is right. going to happen with right. him. That's and my thought. I agree with you. And I don't know how. Which is amazing because we all kind of know that, but still I was a blubbering mess. Oh, I know. When you think about it, it's very effective. Of course. Because I, I truly don't believe he's dead. Well, because of the, it's not the loss of the character, it's the feeling the of the characters thinking they've lost right, the character. Right, and they think he's dead, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. they all think he's dead and getting the emotion from them is just as effective You're as right. thinking the character's dead. Yeah. So my theory is he, I don't know how the Russians would have, you know, grabbed him when that was yeah. going down. I think he went into the gateway because he was like, this is my only way out. And maybe they captured Murray afterwards or something. I think it's Murray or Dr. Brenner, Matthew Modine. We still haven't seen him. Oh, yeah. He's the main point. evil doctor. Maybe that's how the Russians found out about this yeah. whole thing. I think that, that they're misleading you there, but right. they are trying to allude your to the... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think Stranger Things 4 will be somehow, and maybe Owen Paul Reiser, who came back right at the end but didn't really do anything, might discover there's, there's someone in the Upside Down or in the portal. Right. And maybe it's all about them trying to save Hopper. Yeah. You know, I want Hopper and Joyce to get together, well, for Christ's duh, sake. Come of on. Course. <laughs> you know. Um, anyway, so that that's it. That was Stranger Things 3. Oh, so good. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Let's talk about a few other little things. Uh, the 80s references again. So on point. So good. Um, the Terminator obviously was a huge influence. Die Hard. Um, Die Hard. Back to the Future. Never ending story. Um, never ending story, of course. The Blob. The Stuff. The Thing. All those horror movies. Dawn of the Dead. Body Snatchers. Yeah. Um, invasion of the Body Snatchers yeah. for sure. That's 70s actually. Yeah. Uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah. Well, actually you had a bit of the Sandlot in there with, uh, Nan- uh, what's her name? Peppercorn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Heather, the lifeguard, almost looks like... Uh, 
Pepper pots, peppercorn. I'm not a <laughs> big fan pots. of, you know, that remember. the life she knows yeah. exactly what she's doing from yeah. the sandlot. Yep. Anyway, um, the Karate Kid. Clueless, you know, they mentioned. Yeah, and they talk Some about clueless. Ralph Macchio being so hot. Which, oh, yeah. If you think about, he was 28 when he did Karate Kid. Oh, These girls gosh. are like 14. It's yeah. kind of creepy. But there um, were, I mean, there were posters of him on girls' oh, yeah. walls. He well, was he the Karate Kid. Like he was 16, yeah. you know. Uh, he was 27 or 28 yeah. when he did it. Um, okay, good. So what were your highlights? Um, I think I pretty much told you. I mean, the um, the horror sequence in the hospital comes yeah, big time great. to mind. Yeah. The bonding of Max and Elle, the mall scene, loved it so yeah. much. Um, yeah, and some of the really touching sequences between the boys, like when Will has his you know, real heart, heartfelt breakdown, you know, and you realize he's stuck as being a kid. Right. And that absolute, he's so upset. Yeah. And it's heartbreaking because they're not trying to do anything bad. They're just moving on. They're, yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're, they're well, they're growing up. Growing up and yeah. he hasn't. And that does happen with friendships. Yeah. And I actually had a similar thing with my sister with the age difference where I'd be like, come play with me. Right. And she's like, she was no. into clubbing by that yeah. time. And, she was into yeah. boys and clubbing. And yeah. I was like, this is heartbreaking. Right. She doesn't want to do Barbies anymore. Yeah, I was the you oldest, know? so I didn't really have that. <laughs> yeah. So um, those few and obviously the finale. Um, yeah. Oh, it was just spectacular. Who's your favorite character, would you say? Oh. Dustin and Steve for me. I mean, it's crazy that Steve is literally like Dustin... 100% is my favorite. Steve is my second. Elle is probably my third. And then Hopper. Yeah, I would say the same. Dustin and Steve as a duo are like my favorite together at the top. Just so unexpected um, and magic. And then <laughs> Elle, just her innocence, her power, yeah. everything about her. And then... Um, oh, we didn't even mention... So Elle loses her powers. Yeah. She, she has she no can't powers. Do it anymore. We don't really know why, but she has no powers. It seems to have something to do with the bite. Right. And Mike so, says that they'll come back at right. the end. So yeah. that's she can't even move a teddy bear with her Correct. mind. So that's a big cliffhanger as well. Yeah. Yeah, those were my highlights. Um, but all the way through, honestly, I was I loved it so much. And that is the great thing about the show. All the characters are great. There's no character no. I don't like. Like, as I said, even like smaller characters like Murray, who's just great. Murray and his matchmaking like he did oh, in Stranger so Things 2 with uh, Nancy and Jonathan, where he's like, just screw each other yeah. already. And he, he gets... does the same yeah. thing with Hopper and Joyce. Just, yeah. just park the car, jump out, tear off your clothes and just get yeah. at it. It was <laughs> so good. And how he's um he has he gets totally bitched out by Joyce. Oh yeah. That was pretty funny. And he's just standing there like, uh okay. You know that phone number that she yes. gives for him is an actual phone I know, number. I know. And you ring it and Murray Bowman leaves it. a message. And you runged it. I, I rang it. <laughs> and now it doesn't work. I think because it oh, just got overloaded. Everyone hilarious. was calling it. That's so funny. Um I thought Billy was really good. He was you know, amazing. Dacre Montgomery actually was a standout for me in terms of acting. Like Will, Agreed. Will and C, uh, Stranger Things two, Noah yeah. Snap really stood out to me. Billy really stood out to me in Stranger Things three, and then I of agree. course, L Millie Bobby Brown was the best thing of Stranger Things, the first one. Yeah, I I thought. Um, I agree with that. You know, low lights for you? Any specific kind of? Not many. I mean, I don't, um, look, there you know were me. I don't moment, criticize if much. I was, if I was going to criticize, there were momentary glitches with Mike's acting um, here and there. He's so lanky and tall, yeah, that and kid. He was just a bit, uh, Some, a few of his lines came across as lines and right. not 
supernatural. Like the other kids, I never felt that. Right. But there were a couple of moments where it felt like they were lines. Yeah, um, I, I see that. Other than that, honestly, and honestly, not even enough to take me out of my enjoyment from yeah. what there, I was doing. There were some cheesy moments. Yeah, Like sure. where Will is, dresses up as Will the Wise, <laughs> as oh, the wizard. Yeah. I get, again, what it was trying to communicate because he's still got this innocence that yeah. he can't get away from, but yeah. that was kind of cheesy. And there were some little cheesy moments. Um, and as I said, at the beginning, Hopper, I was a bit taken aback with how kind of yeah. out of character he was. Yeah. But again, it almost... And very kind of, dramatic. Right. Like he's well, having he a hissy. Out of control. Yeah. yeah when uh, Joyce stands him up for yeah. dinner in the restaurant, and he gets all drunk and he's like, you know, I can do whatever I want. I'm the chief of police. And yeah. He's almost a bit violent. Uh, but again, it kind of makes sense because yeah. he's unstable and, and it he's corrects nervous. itself in, in right. how the story goes. As things go, you just love him all over again by the end. And, and again, it made you kind of realize because you're thinking almost like... God, Hopper's, yeah, I don't love him as much. And by the end, you're like devastated. And you yeah. realize, wow, I really do love him. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, I saw on social media, poor kids who watch this who were just blubbering Oh, I can't messes. even imagine. Plus, this is like a harsh show for kids to watch this. Yeah, it's quite Especially gory. this season. Yeah. It was scary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's generally scary. Like people ask me, could I, could I handle Stranger Things? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. but you know yeah definitely um you know and again like his hopper's bickering with joyce again was kind of annoying at first but again then it it kind of all fell into place same thing with erica yeah sexual tension same thing with erica obnoxious at the beginning but then she really made herself useful and kind of realized she is a nerd too and then i kind of liked the character um yeah you're right i mean other than that that was oh some of the product placement that whole thing with new coke was a bit yeah, too much for me. I agree with that. That was um, dumb. <laughs> I didn't really understand that. And my wife, of all things, who wasn't even alive during the, the <laughs> 80s, told me that in the 80s, there was this hugely failed marketing ploy to reinvent Coca-Cola. Right. And they called it New Coke. And they changed the formula. And it was a total flop. Right. So maybe that's why it didn't work for me. Because I didn't really know what they were talking about. Yeah. But man, it was product placement to the max. Yeah. You know, like they do egos tactfully. You know, the Coke was like in your face. Yeah. Um, okay great so that's stranger things three it's amazing i love it before we wrap it up any theories any other theories for stranger things four um uh, mega storyline on the russian front i think right because russians are still hugely involved yeah it's gonna because we we only explored that partially we didn't even really get what are they exactly trying to achieve? Right. Who is and, the American? Yeah, obviously. who is the American? I How think, do they have a demogorgon? <laughs> I think we'll then be um, in an age where they're... I mean, this is going to be in what? Two years, probably? 87. Right. But like, say it's in two oh, years' it'll time. it'll come out maybe in two years, but it yeah. will be probably one year later. Because every show... If it's show one year later, well, been it depends. A year later. Like, how much older they are, where yeah, it's going to... Like, they're going to now be really, like, more and more teenagers in right. that age where they're, you know... I don't know. Things right, it could might get be two years later, but I hope to God not. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. That's that's my only my only thoughts. Yeah, at the I moment. think the American will probably. I think be they'll come back. Brenner, Joy, Joyce, and L, and they'll all come back, or or the kids will go to them. I think it will be in a different place. I don't Maybe. think it will be in Hawkins. Um, I think theory. it might be a year later, like set during Thanksgiving, because the first one was kind of around Christmas. The second one was Halloween. This was Fourth of July. So any other major holiday they <laughs> haven't covered is Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's um, true. It could yeah. be a holiday thing. Right. And obviously Hopper 
you know, I think saving him from the upside down is going to be a big plot point. Also, where's number seven or number eight? Right. You know, the Indian right. girl, I think that's got to come back into it. Yeah, it's kind of disappeared. Yeah, that was just that one episode in Stranger Things 2. Um, so I think that's going to be a, a big part of it. And then obviously Elle getting her powers back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, how much older are these kids going to look? <laughs> that's you why know? it may end with four. I mean, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. I, I I hope not. I hope I mean, it will agree, go but... five seasons. Yeah, that's I what I'm so hoping. Uh, I mean, honestly, you know me. I'm a sucker for these kinds of things because it just brings me nothing but joy. I've watched Stranger Things one and two five times through. This one second <laughs> time through. So I guess I now I'll just go through and do it all again. Yeah, sounds good to me. <laughs> all right. Well, that was fun. That's our deep dive into Stranger Things. Three. I'm saying this at the end of the podcast, which is totally pointless, but I hope people who, you know, <laughs> listen to this have already watched it. Otherwise, there were major spoilers. We'll post it on the actual yeah, uh, link. Uh, but I hope everyone enjoyed this ride. Uh, we're so passionate about Stranger Things 3. We can't wait for Stranger Things 4. Uh, I just hope it comes sooner than later. Agreed. All right. Good night, everyone. Good night. Thanks again for listening to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. Don't forget to follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tony the Movie Guy. Also, you can email us anytime at Tony the Movie Guy podcast at gmail.com. And as always, please send in your five-star iTunes reviews. We really appreciate them. And we will see you in two weeks. <laughs>